Ever been to Delaware? If not, now's the time to visit. You'll find a lot of fun in a little state. Since you can drive anywhere in the state in a couple of hours, you'll spend less time driving and more time enjoying. Explore from the bays to the beaches, stroll the boardwalks, and have an oceanside bonfire. Get a taste of Delaware at one of the award-winning restaurants and enjoy a local craft brew. See the first state's unique historic landmarks and experience Delaware's endless discoveries. Plan your adventure today at visitdelaware.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You are... My fire, my one desire, believe when I say, say? That I want, I want it, it that, that way. way. That way, bump, 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 our two worlds apart. Oh, da, 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 da. Can he do your heart? Can you say, I want it that way? Tell me why I ain't nothing but a heart. Yeah, girl, take it. Tell me why I refuse. nothing but a mistake. Tell me why I never want to hear you say. I want, I want it, it that way. Welcome to page seven. You know, I didn't mean to sing as much of it. Oh, whoa. Oh, hold it. I mean, when you feel it, you got to live it. When you I feel it, it, I got to let it out. It. You got to love it. That's something I learned from my brother. Welcome to page seven. We just, we were feeling that. Oh. I felt that electricity between us across the country in you three different rooms. seen my hips gyrating thusly that was such I, I feel like i have to lay down after that well I, I don't know if you should lay down after that because i think that means that you need to go um you need to do a little bit more ring fit if that's what's taking you out these days but welcome guys and welcome to quarantine edition week number three four i'm not really sure at this point three. i think it's three. three week three we're getting a little little bit a little bit crazy over here oh yeah we've been doing oxen silver here <laughs> molly would you like to do the rest of the the episode in an accent if you will Ooh, i could absolutely do the rest of an episode in an accent <laughs> Oh, is that an ambulance taking another sick person? Oh, little <laughs> Molly, I'm telling you what now. Relentless ambulances in New York City. <laughs> silly, silly, sick people in New York City going to the ambulance schools. Um, that's very scary. It's very Dickensian. What we're, what we're, uh, you know, it feels like we should be. 
Um, I keep thinking of that fucking tweet that makes me furious that was like, remember, Shakespeare wrote King Lear when he was in quarantine. Uh, I miss Havisham. You know what, bitch? I'm going to fucking put every clock to the time that my quarantine began. I'm going to sit here in a wedding dress that's going to decay. Miss Havisham knew what the (laughs) fuck was up. Put me into an attic of some sort. I am love lost. (laughs) Too much? I got nothing for that. Yeah. I got nothing. But oh, I you guys don't want to riff on Miss Havisham? I don't have a. I don't have the a knowledge of the text enough to riff off of. Yes. That. Great expectation. Maybe you guys should be reading Great Expectations. Maybe mm. that's what your fucking problem is. That's <laughs> that. You know what? I've been trying to figure out what my problem is. I can't believe you finally just figured it out. I thought it was like my need for food and supplies and all that, that sort of thing. But in fact, it is actually that I'm not more familiar with the text. That is Great Expectations, Jackie. Thank you so oh, much. Pip. Pip is a bastard, but uh, <laughs> welcome, guys. And we are we're we're all we're finally back, and we are we are all feeling well because Holden and I'm not talking about right. a, a a before three month mark that like oh before the three months you don't let everyone know Holden's not just fat he actually is juniored himself and he's right. having a baby. Right. Holden was a I liar wish. in all our right. fucking. Midst. I just want to say this right now. I I'd like to apologize. To my uh, disdain, my I was a little over the top about the Imagine video, and yes, it was because I was secretly having COVID. So I just want to apologize to Sia and Gal and Will and everybody for for telling them to go fuck themselves with such a, a great aplomb. I yes, I would like for them to go fuck themselves. Well, I was gonna say, let's not walk it back too much. I'm still furious. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm saying just how angry I was was because of the fact that I was actually feeling the literally the fatigue symptoms during the last week's recording and not telling anyone about it. But I'm fine. Lexi's fine. Again, new lease on life. I just went on a four mile jog and it was one of the best runs I've ever been on. Everything smells better. Everything tastes better now that I have my smell and my taste back. Uh, It is the world, the plums of the world are sweeter and I am here to say it's great that, you know, now I'm happy that I can't go anywhere because it doesn't matter because I no longer feel like God is holding a giant boot on my chest. My favorite part is that when, so when Holden and Lex told me that they had been experiencing this for the last two weeks. Now I talk and I work with Holden five or six days out of the week. <laughs> he assumed that I had absolutely no idea that something was well, happening. Well, you didn't. Yeah, you thought I was secretly mad at you for some reason. Well, because that's how I, <laughs> someone that works with someone so closely across the country, and I was just like, well, he's not like, we are very open with how we feel about absolutely everything, and you were being so weird about everything. <laughs> and then I would just sit, about? and I would sit, and I would talk to Jeff, and be like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I did something. And he always, also keep saying like if Holden is upset about something you know the second he feels anything that he is upset about something because I appreciate your open communication of, and I normally am but I literally didn't even tell my own parents I didn't want to freak people out I would talk to you you would be like crying randomly about the crisis that's happening I didn't want to add fuel to that fire I also it was selfish I didn't want people hitting me up around the clock asking me how I, me and Lexi were doing because I was trying to get my mind off of it Right. Every way that I possibly could, because it just, I couldn't, let, like, I've never felt that level of anxiety before. That was incredibly, and it wasn't for me. I was like, I'm going to ride this out. I'm going to be okay. It was for my wife, who is, has 
asthma, has immunodeficiency issues, has all of these things that they say are like the make her like the number one candidate to be, uh, you know, in the worst place to be right now is a hospital in New York City. <laughs> it's like the worst place to be right now. So, yeah, anyway. No, I completely understand, especially because you say that it was two weeks of the of the worst. But what I will say and I appreciate is that it's not like you lied to us and we're still going places. You right. guys went nowhere. Yeah. You completely quarantined. Yes. You did not leave your house. You did exactly what you were supposed to do. And it took over two weeks. Yes. And you're finally feeling better. That's the thing about it Ed, that I think people don't get is that like it's not just like what I never felt at death's door and honestly ne- nor did Lexi really she got a worse than me but like we never had to go to the hospital or whatever right but it is just the fact that it is two weeks that is such a long time to be sick with that and it's two weeks of you can't smell anything not only that shit actively tastes bad Shit actually actively had a bad taste. So that's, I think when people say they lose their appetite, I think it's more because just shit sucks to eat. And and just just like I would cook a meal and halfway through I'd be like, I have to go lay down. I'm fucking exhausted. I cannot finish. Now, Molly, how similar is this to being pregnant twice <laughs> in two years? Is this like is this a lot similar? Does two weeks seem like absolutely nothing in in uh, in comparison? Well, yeah, I can't remember if I've complained about it on this show or not, but I feel like I've been social distancing for about two and a half years uh, because of you know all of the pregnancies and childrens. But uh, right. but but somebody actually very helpfully um, and inspiringly was like. You have done this before. That means you can do it again, which is nice to remember in the times of feeling like I really can't believe after all this time that I felt stuck at home that I now am truly, truly stuck at home. Um, but but yeah, I mean, Hol- I feel like Holden's story is like illus- is like I- important for a couple of reasons. One is that because I, the biggest thing to me. Obviously, in America, it's way too widespread to do contact tracing. So it's like if there was a a couple hundred cases in New York, then maybe, Holden, you should have contacted everybody you saw in the last two weeks or whatever. But there's no everybody. In New York, the operating assumption now is everyone has it or or everyone has been exposed. So so there's no there's no contact tracing because it's gone so far here. But I feel like the biggest thing to me is that there is such a mindset in this country that you have to that you should work if you're sick and that there's something kind of shameful about being sick and that you should still do your stuff. I I wanted to please the world. I wanted everyone to be okay and not worry about me. So I I was like, yeah. In order to stop doing podcasts and stuff, I have to tell everybody. And then not only is everybody stressed out about this thing, but they're also not going to get new content from me and also be worried about me. I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to suffer through it. But this is also the podcast. why you got yelled at. You got Jackie yelled at because well, I immediately was like, why didn't you tell woman. me? I would have forced you. I would have forced you through. I'm, I'm, but I, I would have rolled work. your ass. The work got my mind off of it. If I wasn't working, then I was just stuck in the mental place of like, you have it, you have it, you have it. I don't like that, like was, that chat. That was in my head over and over and over again. You have the evil man's disease. You have an evil bat's disease. You should have been sleeping. <laughs> yes, you should have been sleeping. sleeping. Upside down. I did. I slept upside down, by the way, the entire two weeks. Like a bat, and um, you know, I kept singing, "I'm the Batman." Ba da da, scooby dooby ba ba, ba da ba da beep. I 
fuck you, Holden. Fuck you for getting that stuck back in my head. And you know what's funny is I will forever associate the docuseries Tiger King with being sick with COVID. And it, that it makes so much sense. I think we all will. <laughs> even though right? even those of us who, who ha- you know don't have it will always... There is no... Tiger King is just a, the COVID documentary now. And what a... What a fever dream of a documentary series. It is like perfect for happening during this pandemic because the whole thing feels like, am I in a nightmare? Who are these people? Why are they doing the things that they do? Why do they have the tattoos that they have? Why? I'm going to get property of LPN tattooed on my (laughs) mound next. He got it covered up. He got it covered up. And then get it covered up with a gross-looking bull's head. That didn't Jesus completely cover God. it, yes. But he did get it covered up. And I know that Ugh. everyone in the world is talking about Tiger King, of course, still. Because, again, this is what we've got right now. And isn't it crazy when the world stops that we all, weirdly, all cross so many different, whether you love it or whether you hate it, most people have consumed Tiger King. And isn't it a weirdly beautiful thing to be a part of? <laughs> like how the entire world hated cats. And I think that it yes. is like reminding us that there are things that we can get behind of, again, whether you love Joe Exotic or whether you fucking hate it, you at least know what happened in the documentary. <laughs> Although right? I'm still only halfway through because half of my house is not watching it. And so we are uh, opting for extraordinary homes um, when we are watching together. So that means we have to steal our time to watch uh, Tiger King. So I'm working through it even slower than I usually work shit, but I'm still, I'm still in it for the long haul. I'm proud of you. Speaking of cats, you just reminded me someone sent me a tweet uh, that is that is literally titled Cats the Butthole Cut. I'm watching it right now. Somebody put buttholes on all the cats in the trailer for Cats. Oh, but it's not the true butthole <laughs> I don't think cut. it's the true butthole cut, but it is absolutely disgusting. Uh, and it is absolutely a thing that someone made. Oh, God, I just saw Rebel Wilson's <laughs> butt. Cat, cat butt. butt. Oh, no, they put nipples on Ian McKellen. No! Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, where did they put the nipples? Like on, like where human like, nipples would be? Nine, or? like eight, like an eight oh, rack Oh, where the nipples cat's nipples down would be. The, down his stomach. It's, Mike, I will say that I have two cats, and they one is a boy and one is a girl, and they both have very prominent nipples. Right, right. That always threw me off with petting the animal when it has very prominent nipples, because I'm always like, ugh, ugh. Like when I, it's like, rub his tummy, rub his tummy. And you're like, oh, but there's nipple. It's like a nipple mind. I don't want to touch those nipples. I don't know the level of (laughs) sensitivity for cat nipples, uh, but neither of my cats seems to care. Okay. You know, maybe I'm just saying this, but I think that even in just having this conversation, I'm realizing something. What? Is that outside of human beings, I think that I feel about nipples the way you feel about feet, Holden. Oh, okay. I am very creeped out by the idea of nipples it took me a long time to get used to them on humans right because it makes me think of it's like oh i shouldn't touch those that's where the baby mouth goes that's where the kitten mouth goes that's where the calf mouth goes right and i'm scared of touching nipples and i know that my beloved goosh comes from nipples milk but i'm not drinking the hot milk out of the fucking slappers that they got under there because you ever get in there you start squeezing it's you know what it is my problem nipples are so hot yeah you know what i mean yeah 
Uh, I mean, they are quite warm. I think I know what you mean. As the only uh, uh, gestational person in this three-person conversation, I think I know a little <laughs> bit about the mammalian feeling you of do. nipples yeah. and producing milk. And it's fucking weird, and I don't like it, and I don't want to think about it. And I will say, I'm not breastfeeding anymore and it's fucking rules Ouch. congratulations oh congratulations. did your nipples you. get hot or am i making that up uh no i mean it's our it's almost like such a specific experience when you're for me it's such a specific like now that i'm done i can't even really imagine that i ever did it both times and then when i had to do it again like i, I did it the first time and then when i was done i was like weird that i ever did that and then as soon as the second baby was born and i did it again it was like riding a bike and i was like oh yeah i remember how to do this and then now i've only been done for like maybe four weeks and i'm like i'll never think about that again and i don't remember anything about it and i will try to forget everything and i know that a lot of people don't feel that way a lot of people feel very amazing about it and it makes them feel very in touch with themselves and their babies and all of that and i did not feel that way and i am just so thrilled that i do not have to hold like a living person up to my body and then make them live via that I would also like to say that I spent a lot of time when we were recording our episodes in the same room with you while you were making your your pump pump happen and that's pretty mm. that's brave what I did yeah oh yeah I, I that's the thing <laughs> what you, you to, did I I it's I would uh <laughs> do it everywhere because you just have to right you're not but you're, this is again my my brain right now if you ask me right now would you breastfeed in front of Holden I'd be like no <laughs> no yeah but but in the moment you just have to and so you're right. just like I guess I'm breastfeeding in front of Holden yep. you know you don't even think about it it's it's a hey, sink or swim it's it's survival nature <laughs> uh, much like those wonderful tigers kept by Joe it's Exotic in his nature. zoo uh just just a phenomenal documentary series uh my question is, for both of you right now is do you think that Carol Baskin murdered her husband and fed him to a tiger. 100%. But spoiler alert, but 100%. <laughs> yes. Spoiler alert, but yes. What are you talking about? It's like episode three. If you haven't fucking watched this series, you either don't want to because you're afraid of like seeing animal abuse, and I get which it. Which is extremely fair. Which is, which is yes. fair. Big or reason. I'm numb to it, and that makes me evil, and that's fine. I get it. Or you, you, uh, uh, you're just sleeping I don't know what you're doing you just uh, you know so at this point you, you need to at least watch the first fucking episode there are some people like Amber Nelson beautiful amazing Amber Nelson on the brighter side who does not own a television ah. she doesn't have a computer and she is man she's reading she's been cutting her hair she's been um, <laughs> how I do think, you know uh, taking strolls she has a phone she has yep she's got a phone and so you know there she hasn't watched Tiger King it's not everybody's cup of tea but as people that is someone that I love watching exactly what is coming out the second that it comes out it excites me when everyone is watching the same thing especially when you see celebrities start their battle online because all those ridiculous celebrities are now bored as well trying to duke it out over who is going to play whom in the Joe Exotic fictionalized movie. I love this. I absolutely. I hate it. There is no (laughs) actor who could do justice to any character in that documentary. What makes it so good is that it is there. It is just like they've just happened to make a documentary about the three most fucking crazy interesting people (laughs) 
but like interesting in a bad way, but in right. a good, like they're just the most remarkable people. There is no, I don't want Tom Hanks or who, Tom Hanks, it's like when Tom Hanks is Mr. Rogers and it's like, yes, I'm sure you did a great job, but there's only one Mr. Rogers. I'm sorry, there is only one Joe Exotic. There is only one Doc Antle. Who I'm going to go ahead and wager is the creepiest one of the documentary. Absolutely. Just throwing that out there. Agree. And there is only one Carol Baskin, although uh, my group of friends has on our uh, text loop that is mostly about COVID and Tiger King, uh, we have decided <laughs> that um, uh, Carol Baskin bears a very strong vocal resemblance to Hillary Clinton. Oh. Ooh, see, I was also thinking a little bit of the Ina Garten Barefoot Contessa. <laughs> it's a very, it's, my problem is, and I think that, like, I would have to pause, pause, not Tiger Paws. Oh. I would have to pause whenever she was speaking because I was, you know, like, there's the brown note that they say that there's a note out <laughs> yes. there that the second you hear it, you yes, shit yourself. You shit yourself. For her, her, her temperament and her vocal tones make me furious. Really? really? I think it has something to do with how sedate she speaks, how sedately she speaks. And it, like, I, I'm, I want to, I want to, like, I want to flip out every time she speaks. I don't know what, <laughs> like, I, to a point that I would have to fast forward at points because I couldn't fucking listen to her speak does she remind you of someone that gave you trauma in your past does she remind you of like your mother or your sister or somebody no i think no because all the people i love the most are the ones that are the loudest so i don't really know why there's something about it that i'm, I'm infuriated every time she speaks huh. i think it's because her tone of voice does not change no matter what she's talking about mm. so like if she's talking about like when I, when I was a little girl I just loved cats and then like the next sentence she's like well he was declared missing and I've never seen him since and then I just filed the death certificate like she's too calm you know only somebody who fed their husband to the tigers could be that calm very true is it because very she true. stole your fashion sense how dare you how fucking dare you just because I have a let it be tattoo doesn't mean I still dress like I have a let it be tattoo thank you very much um, although I will say that uh, a good friend of ours Jermaine Fowler who was a guest multiple times on the round table of gentlemen did hit us up me and Holden and Henry and Ed Larson from Brighter Side to say that we should all do a mockumentary of Joe Exotic, and I guess I'm assuming that means that I would play Carol Baskins, and yeah. I don't know if I can do it. Oh, please. No, that, see, that's the movie I would watch. I don't want any celebrity to play Joe Exotic, but if of those four people that you just named, I feel like uh, Eddie is Joe... Who's who's Doc and who's Joe Exotic? Between Eddie, Eddie and Henry. should definitely be Doc, right? He should be the... Doc Antle and Henry's Doc. Joe Exotic. Yeah. Henry's Joe Exotic, and then you're Carol Baskin, for sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. yes. And Holden is a thousand percent Jeff Lowe, you fucking creepus. Honestly, I would say, though... Oh, please. I would say, though... <laughs> Uh, Jermaine would be an amazing Joe Exotic. Jermaine would be a really Jermaine good Joe Fowler, Exotic. Jermaine Fowler, a black Joe Exotic, he would be incredible, especially when he's screaming at everybody, like good. all the scenes where he's yelling at everybody would be incredible it would be incredible if that was Jermaine. Yeah. I think that Henry should play all of Joe Exotic's husbands. Okay, yeah. yeah. That works. <laughs> and exactly. Just and let him do the character change, work. Yeah, change. all that kind of stuff. I'd like to be um, the guy that... Uh, was supposed to murder Carol, but just ended up going to strip clubs. I'd like to be that Spoiler, guy. Spoiler, Holden. <laughs> 
Spoiler yeah, no alert. spoiler alert. No spoiler alert. I see what hold it really is, and this is no spoiler alert, is the big <laughs> dumpy do that was in well, uh, this is a spoiler. Um <laughs> the dumpy do with the glasses. The dumpy do with the glasses, you know exactly uh, what I'm talking about. I think I, the, I can yeah. I say something that I'm I don't want to hurt Holden's feelings. Okay. Uh, but I kinda want you in the, in this version, I'm not saying you are this person, but it if in this version we make, I kind of want you to be Carol's husband, his her, her living husband. I mean, I the only problem is I don't know if I could actually pose for that photograph where I'm wearing a dog collar. <laughs> I think and Holden, are you kidding us I posing for that fucking photograph? <laughs> I could play I think, that guy. I think, in fact, even if we don't make the movie, I think you two have to recreate that That picture. would be amazing. I do I'm also want to play the... Um, I I just spoil. I'm just but the guy that the nerdy guy. You're right. The, the nerdy dumpy guy. dude with the glasses, Molly. You'll see. The Walmart, you'll get there. You will the definitely Walmart get there. Ammo guy. Yeah. Yes. That, you will see. Joe Exotic pulls into his world for a very specific reason that ultimately leads to his downfall. I don't think any of that's a spoiler. I think that's you know. We know he falls. We know something bad. We happens. know the man yeah, falls I know that's from coming. grace and is up in prison. <laughs> I will say, gross thing to say, but I do have to admit it. As creepy, deepy, deep as Doc Antle is in it, the pictures of him when he. So we're wondering. I know that everyone has seen the headline already. How is Britney Spears connected to Tiger King? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, in the what is it? The 2001 VMAs, the 2001 performance of the MTV Video Music Awards. Remember the one where she had the big python and there's a big tiger on stage. What's interesting, which also we have no idea why, she was sitting next to Carol Baskins in the audience. But who was handling the tiger on stage? Doc Antle. And who was kind of like hairband sexy as fuck in that picture? Doc Antle. And I hate to say that. I hate to say that because I'm not his type to be groomed. You can see his, he used to be a bit of a ladies' man uh, wow. for sure. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I bet, I, I bet you would turn into a fireman if you saw that poll back then. You Ever been to Delaware? If not, now's the time to visit. You'll find a lot of fun in a little state. Since you can drive anywhere in the state in a couple of hours, you'll spend less time driving and more time enjoying. Explore from the bays to the beaches, stroll the boardwalks, and have an oceanside bonfire. Get a taste of Delaware at one of the award-winning restaurants and enjoy a local craft brew. See the first state's unique historic landmarks and experience Delaware's endless discoveries. Plan your adventure today at visitdelaware.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know, uh, speaking of fire poles, I have been walking past the... Uh, Jeff and I have been going on our social distancing walk. You know, our, our government allotted walk time. And we passed the firehouse that I always pass on my walk to the YMCA. And it's very difficult for me to not hoot and holler at them like a disgusting person. And you can see my pull to just be like... I don't hoot and holler as much as I go like... 
doing a great job today, boys, as they're like cleaning the fire truck. And I usually do yell out things like that towards them as like a, um, you know, making them feel good about themselves. And I will say that they do. And it's funny to walk past them with a partner of mine um, because he can feel the pull because I was raised with a police department father uh-huh. who says that you can't date a fireman. And this is just something that's intrinsically in me. I'm confessing. This is quarantine confessions. <laughs> quarantine confessions are back. Quarantine confessions. <laughs> what are your quarantine confessions? I need one for both of you now. Uh, I secretly had COVID for two weeks. I didn't tell anybody. Yeah, that's, that's, boring that's a big one at this point. <laughs> that's a huge one. That's boring now. I know that um, one. Let me think about it. Molly, you go. What's your confession? I, this is tough. It's tough. I, my quarantine confession is I have not left my house for... I believe 19 full days, like literally have not (laughs) even been outside the threshold of my apartment door uh, because I am living in sheer terror. I uh, put on a mask when I open and gloves when I accept packages from the door. I I am tipping very well. Uh, We did get out a bunch of cash before all this like preppers, uh, like good preppers. And so we are tipping very, very well, like abundant, like trying to tip, you know, you should just tip everything you have. But I am losing my mind and I'm scared all the time. Yeah, That's my apparent. quarantine. It's very apparent That's your my, mind is These are not fun confessions, guys. I said Ooh. a sexy confession. Well, I've been watching Unsolved Mysteries at night to be afraid of something else besides COVID. That's, that is a fun That's confession. That's fun. Is that like, is that leading to any like weirdly sexy, uh, what's his name? Robert Stack feelings? Yeah. I mean, I've always watched Unsolved Mysteries to feel scared, to feel like a kind of titillating at home alone thrill. Um, And so, but I don't think I've ever wanted to bang Robert Stack, but I've always been very drawn to him. I completely understand. He's got mysterious eyes. I will say about Tiger King that did bring me back. I completely forgot about hard copy. Mm. We watched hard copy all the fucking time. That was a great trip down memory lane. Now I'm looking for more episodes. Just all of those shows. Inside Edition, uh, Prime Time. Oh, yeah. I used to watch all that shit, dude. When I was in college. I loved it. I had a, uh, my senior year, I had my own apartment, which ruled, and I lived by myself, and I, my Man, favorite I thing on earth to do. I daydream about that situation every, <laughs> every hour of every day these days. <laughs> Dude, I remember when I first no. got my own apartment, I got buck naked, I ripped open some music, I just turned up the volume as loud as possible, and I danced around my apartment. Because I could. Yeah. It was it was the only time I've lived, truly lived alone, like with no roommates. Like it was a studio. I lived alone. It was in St. Paul, Minnesota. It was like pretty uh, cheap, relatively speaking. And my best friend lived next door. So it was like not, it was not lonely. And he would come over every night at like 11. Uh, and we would just like have wine and chill out. And it was the like, best. but I but I lived by myself. And kiss? Did you yeah, kiss? Did you kiss your best friend? sexually with your best friend? <laughs> did not. I was dating somebody else at the time. Oh, okay. You weren't blinded by science with your best friend sexually. <laughs> I loved to watch, I did not have cable. So I loved to watch, but it was back when you could still have like regular analog, you know, whatever the came through the regular TV. And I loved to watch Access Hollywood and drink like a full bottle of Trader Joe's Chardonnay Please. like every night at 630. Please. That was just that was my simple pleasure. Yes, absolutely. And isn't it all about simple pleasures these days? I bet you would pay God a million dollars <laughs> to be able to spend one week 
back in that situation. It's. I mean, I am. I am blessed because I know that a lot of people are writing out this quarantine alone and don't want to be alone. And so I feel very, very blessed uh, to have a fullest house. Um, uh, and I also am blessed to have like a relatively large apartment for New York City. Like not like rich people, not like people who are celebrities who are like, oh, I have COVID and I'm just quarantining in my basement, which right. makes me very angry because I'm right. like, oh, in your three story townhouse. <laughs> oh, how hard. But uh, <laughs> but there is even in my relatively large uh, New York apartment with the amount of people uh, who are here who I am so blessed to be around. I do not uh, remember what it is like to be alone, and I'll I'll learn again someday. But um, but but it is it is a distant memory. <laughs> I'll learn again someday. It's the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Good lord! Now, Jackie, can you please just have sex with the fireman already? Because it's making everybody upset. All right? I know, I know. Well, I think the the best case, I'll just I'll just dress up Goth Daddy. That's all. Yeah, you have you ever here. had you him dress up like helmet. a fireman? Yeah. He's done a Ghostbuster. Why doesn't he do a fireman? I haven't done the fire. We need the hose. See, that's really and what's the big your, thing. We gotta get- I mean, what's your strategy here? Okay, let's say I'm a fireman, right? Oh, hard day Yuck. putting out fires with my big, mean muscles. Yuck. Uh, oh, hello, madam. Oh, me? Oh. <laughs> what? The fuck was that, Jackie? <laughs> let's try this again. Let's try this again. Oh, God damn, it's hard to get this wet jacket off from my sweat, sweaty uh, abs and everything. Oh, hello, madam. You've uh, decided to visit me in my fire station? Yeah, I like to come in here to pet the dogs and also the Dalmatians. (laughs) What? That's also a dog. Nailed it. It's uh, also a dog. Nailed it. Nailed it. See, Molly says I nailed it. Nailed I'm it. in. I know how to flirt. If there's one thing everyone knows about me, I am so good at flirting. I am just, I'm a streamlined flirter uh, from the head to the bed. That's what I always say. That's my flirt. By the way, by the way, the way that scene ended was I distract her with small talk while calling the police. That is <laughs> that is completely understandable. Really why I was being so tripped up is because I had opened up the link to LA-based illustrator Marco Bernard is out here on these streets doing God's work for us by creating the Pride Land Project, which if you were wondering, does he take a bunch of Disney feline characters and make them sexy? The answer is yes. I love this headline. It says, we've reached the horny for Mufasa stage of quarantine. Thank you very much, AV Club, because yes, Quinn, they are very, they are like, what is it called? It's called like like the streets, the, the, the clothes on the street, streetwear, streetwear. Yeah. They are wearing streetwear, clothes on the streets. Mm-hmm. Very hot. On the I, I don't know. I just want to, the, the headline is definitely capturing quarantine feelings for sure, but I also want to push back on the idea that people haven't already been horny for cartoon characters for decades. People talk about how they want to bang the beast all the time. Yes. Who are we slamming? Me. Who are we slamming, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, is it is Ariel too young? Um, not anymore. Now she's all grown up, but okay. I think that might now she might be one of those siren crones. I'd make right? love to siren crone Ariel. 
Well, I like it too because he, which I have thought about in a long time, he started creating this project because he's been binging Tailspin. And I haven't seen Tailspin in a minute. I'm assuming it is on Disney Plus, but I bet that sexy bear, that's still Baloo, right? Yeah, it's, I think it's a crossover. I'm in. I mean, y'all know that I've got, my, my problem is these grown up Mufasa is definitely my thing. Um, I definitely kick it with Timon and Pumbaa for sure. Have you watched any Star. Beast? I think I'm going to watch Beastars this week and talk about Star. it on Talking TV because that is an actual horny animated animal TV show. Because that's another show that he's been watching of why he's created this project. Now, I don't know anything about Beastars. Is it a, is it an anime? It seems, it has like an anime look. It is, okay, it is a Japanese manga series uh, for sure that was adapted. Uh, and it just seems like a bunch of adult humanoid animals. Uh, what Legoshi, a large gray wolf, is a timid and quiet student of Cherryton Academy, where he lives in a dorm with several other carnivorous students, including his outgoing Labrador friend Jack. As a member of the school's drama club, Legoshi works as a stagehand and supports the actors of the club headed to the star headed by the star pupil Lois, a red deer. Out of nowhere, Tim, the alpaca, alpaca is brutally murdered and devoured in the night. By the way, this is like kind of a Riverdale thing. Setting off a wave of unease and distrust between the herbivore and carnivore students. At the same time, Legoshi has a fateful encounter with Haru, a small dwarf rabbit, and begins developing complex feelings for her. Whoa. Yeah, so it's sexy, it's got a murder. There's only so many of these shows I can watch. As someone, I was talking about on Talking TV, I started watching Elite. There's only so many sexy mystery shows I can handle in one go, but I will say, Molly, throwing it out there, I know you don't have the time for it, but Elite is definitely something that would scratch your Riverdale itch while we wait for them to come back from hiatus. Yeah, man, we're in Riverdale, seventh circle of hell right now. We don't know. <laughs> they're they're supposed to come back in mid-April, and, and as far as we're concerned, mid-April is the largest question mark in the history of time. Right. So uh, The worst problem in the entire world is that it's it's not even like we're going to like becoming a plenty while watching it because it will be the Hedwig and the Angry Inchips. Oh Jesus Christ! When they come back. Oh, see, it's funny because it's like the universe. This is a so many terrible things, but it's like the universe knew that we needed Love Is Blind and Tiger King as for our collective descent into madness. And uh, yes. and and Hedwig, the Riverdale musical episode is exactly the opposite of what we need right now. So yes, uh, I'm not sure that there is enough uh, jizzy in the world for that. Which, by the way, throwback, I am drinking my first jizzy on the show since, what, probably circa 2016? Fantastic. Welcome back, baby girl. I was also, it's it's funny because I think that spiritually we're talking to each other because <laughs> I'm having a, I'm calling it a tizzy right now. I got my tequila hey. soda. So I've got, I got my tizzy, you got your jizzy, which of course a jizzy is what I drank I'm going to say at least 10 of every single day for about eight years, which is three <laughs> fingers of gin and soda water and a bunch of limes in it. And um, beautiful. I was an alcoholic. For sure. <laughs> but now I feel great. I think that's for why sure. I'm so hot is because I don't, I don't drink liquor anymore. And even just half of a one, my fa- like I feel like I'm, I'm burning up. Like I'm just like, I forget how hot. 
Liquor makes you feel. I mean, I will say, and yeah. you look like an animal right now. You look. If you I mean was, like? Argh, yeah. If like we a were in the star? woods right now, I'd be like, shoot her, shoot her. <laughs> Is it because of my eyebrows? I did want to throw out for everyone out You're there. So brave. Thank you so much for my eyebrow love. It is. It is an uphill. They look fine, battle. Molly. They look they fine, look great. right? Yeah. I'm you not guys sure are if far they look away. remotely different from what they looked like last week. But no case, one can see this, but I'm going to get really fuller, close. Fuller, more screen. luscious. Look at those. Yeah, they look fuller. They look better. Yeah, they look great. They look great. I think I agree with Holden. They look better. Whoa, yeah. thank you, also, guys. Also, nice, nice eyeshadow. Honestly, I was telling Molly the other day. I called up Molly. I was like, I fucking hate Jackie's bullshit-ass eyebrows. And then you were like, I'm growing them out. And I was like, oh my God, thank God. Because I, I even made a special secret phone call to talk shit about you because I thought your no, eyebrows. you did. I thought your did eyebrows. you make a Facebook group? He said, I'll say it, Molly. They're too thin. Yeah. <gasps> too thin. You bastard. Too thin. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we, that we I talked started about this it for a while. just in time. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was no, like, good. she's got some fucking um, Backstreet Boys ass eyebrows. Oh my God. Speaking of Backstreet Boys, y'all, 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 y'all. Y'all, the iHeartRadio living room concert that Elton John hosted. Again, I am in a weird standstill right now of how I'm feeling about the change in celebrity culture and as we were watching this unfold. But I will say that Elton John hosted a bunch of a bunch of different artists singing in their living rooms of just a bare bones performance of a song and Backstreet Boys was included in that and it put a fucking smile on my face. It put such a goddamn smile on my face. Please look up clips from it. I highly recommend the Backstreet Boys version because they're all in their own separate living rooms. And even Kevin is like dancing with his kids as they're like hitting the tambourines. I really, really enjoyed Camila Cabello's performance with Shawn Mendes. And of course, we got our Mimi. We got our fucking Mariah Carey, who is just all dressed up as if she's not in quarantine and sings her song like the diva that she is. But my favorite part was when Elton John called up Lizzo on the phone and they had a phone, a a FaceTime phone conversation. They sang together. He told her how much he respected her and what she's doing in the industry and um, watching their friendship in real time. It just it put a light in my heart that I think I needed right now. Yeah, I think that. The I am surprised by how heartwarmed I find like the whole like I said before, the whole um, people should be churning out like people should be the idea that people need to be productive during the quarantine is objectionable to me because people are dealing with like, you know, panic and grief and lots of things. But I also do find myself being very, very moved by, um, you know, the the like pieces of like legit, you know, art that they aren't doing just to be like, look at my shit that I'm doing, but to actually just try to make people feel better i um am finding myself moved by the fact that we can feel so connected uh even by you know looking at the hollywood squares of uh zoom screens you know (laughs) that's what i love about john krasinski's youtube show the some good news show yeah i think is like it's like so perfect like do more people should be doing stuff like that where where it's we're gonna focus on the positive of this we're gonna collect and show videos, and he's a great person to do it because I feel like he exudes a warmth and a and a humanity. Like celebrities, they're just like us. Like he actually feels 
like one of us a little bit. And I think that that I, I, I really glad that you linked the Krasinski. Um, it's called Some Good News on YouTube because it feels like he's actually just legitimately trying to make people feel better and not just starving for attention or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Right, right. because he doesn't need it, and it's really adorable. And if you look up some good news, it's him talking about positive news and giving out thanks to the uh, to all of the essentials that are out there working right now. And even saying essentials makes me feel like I'm living in Snowpiercer. But <laughs> he is, it, it is a, an adorable... I am essential number 4572. <laughs> Request to please move to the front of the train. It scares me. It scares me. That's why I haven't watched the platform yet. That's on Netflix Mm. because I keep watching the trailer for the platform, and it's all about it's all about the trickle down economics, and it's scaring me right now. But in some good news, he does tell stories about people that are coming together in times of COVID. And he also celebrated the 15th anniversary of The Office by having Steve Carell on as the entertainment correspondent. And they just laughed and shared memories about working together on The Office. It's also very DIY on purpose. He had his daughter's color the and drawn color the uh, logo for it. It's ve- you know It's very much a cute send up to how we're all sort of DIYing it these days. Like we are right now coming from our apartments recording this episode. And I'm seeing Molly inside of her creepy tiny room and Jackie (laughs) in her fucking LA mansion. And then me in my kitchen living room, please. My kitchen living room. My kitchen living room, as you can see behind me. Yes. And since Jackie brought it up, I mean, as we were joking about the, the sirens at the beginning, but it is like very fucking awful to, be in New York City right now and hear sirens all day. And so if you are a Page 7 listener and you are working through this because you're an essential employee, either because you're a grocery store worker or an Amazon worker or um, a pharmacy worker, or of course, if you are a first responder or a doctor or a nurse or any of the many, many, many people who are um, essential workers, uh, we either because you really are an essential worker or also because some people's jobs are just making them come and saying that they're essential workers um which 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 in which case i hope that you can stay home but um but for the people who really are essential i mean i you know i i hope that everybody is getting fucking triple pay especially grocery store workers and like people who are have been fighting for years to get fair pay and who aren't we are now relying on to stay alive um but we are so thankful to you and hopefully if you are working page seven can be something that is uh you know uh keeping some goofs in your ears just you know, through all of this. Thank you so yes, much. We thank, and you. thank you so much for saying that, Molly, because I, uh, yes, we talked about it. Because I wish that I could give my thanks in a much bigger way. And, you know, we can't all be a T-Sway, which I'm going to throw it out there. Holden McNeely, your girl is out there giving lots of money mm-hmm. and is not asking for media attention about yeah, it. Yeah, it's cool. She's giving millions of dollars. People are shining a light on what she's of doing. Nashville. Yeah, yeah, millions. And just to fans, like she'll just see fans say, fuck, I can't pay my bills. And she'll just hit them up on PayPal and be like, saw your post, here's 3G. Yeah, Lil Nas X is doing the same yes. thing. He yeah. was like, tell me if you're struggling to pay rent oh, and, and I'll Venmo you. Hell yeah, I love seeing that stuff. And I and yeah, I do I really appreciate it. I don't want to harp on her as I tend to all the time. I do, But I do appreciate what I see when I see her actions, I think they speak far louder than words ever could. And 
I'm never disappointed. And I'm not even looking for that. I just like her music. But but then I also <laughs> do agree with what she does. I know, but she's also, it seems, a very good person. Yeah. And who else is a great person and who I fall in love with more and more every day? Post Malone. Because <laughs> I love the idea of the Ballina Cup. Post Malone is setting up a virtual interactive beer pong tournament with other celebrities. A lot of the celebrities are NFL players. I don't know any of them. I don't know any of these people. But they've got we've got Sports Illustrated swim models. We've got major league baseball. That's what it, MLB. Um man's little butts. That's what I also call them. <laughs> MLB pitchers <laughs> that they are getting together. And everyone that is a part of this virtual beer pong tournament is giving a lot of money to become a part of it. And whoever wins it, the prize includes a commemorative trophy and a wrestling belt. And all of the money will be donated towards charities that are fighting COVID-19 right now. What a dumb, fun way for celebrities to give money. I love it. And the fact that we will all be able to watch said Ballina Cup, which I mean... I, and then I started thinking about it. I think it's actually fairly easy to set up a virtual beer pong tournament. If you think about it, you have your own cups in your own house and you Zoom each other the, to the point that I think that we should be doing this as a friend group. Let's do it for our next episode. I'd love to. Let's do it. We we At my house, we are out of beer, so I can't. it won't be a jizzy pong because that would kill everybody. So I'll, I'll try to figure out a way to get more beer before that. I mean, what you can definitely do is instead, which is what I've definitely done in the past, um, is put water in the cups and you shoot the water or you don't shoot whatever's in the cups because actually that's bad for germs anyway. Mm. So you just keep the water in there and you just keep a shot glass next to you that mm-hmm. you either take little shots or you take sips whenever you wish. Okay, that's smart. See, this is how we do it. And then we keep all the balls from getting the germs in our mouth. <laughs> so I just wanted to say thank you to Post Blood. So See, these are the fun ways. These are the anti-imagined videos that people are putting together to... Um, to try and raise some money and to get the word out and to for everyone to stay home and to stay safe. Hell yeah. But a lot of them are also having fun with it like a one Miss Ina Garten. Is it Ina? 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 I think it's Ina. If it's Ina, this is like how poor Chrissy Teigen's last name is not actually Teigen, it's Tigan. Um, but it's just she's just Chrissy Teigen now regardless because everyone's used to it that way. I feel like Ina Garten is Ina. But no, she says... Barefoot with Ina. So it's Ina. Okay, so it's Ina Garten. And of course, it is the Barefoot Contessa. And even though I'm always waiting for her to say, hey, there you cool cats and kittens, she's never going to say it. Hopefully. Unless she gets cast. And this is my big money casting move. And she has been on her social media accounts putting out recipes every single day of great healthy things you can make with pantry staples and this is it's she doesn't have to be doing this and it's things outside of the box that i would never think about Uh and i would say give it a shot because uh, talk about another way for someone to give back of just including things like that of of i don't know i don't know about you guys but i definitely ate ice cream and a frozen pizza for dinner last night. So I'm having the craziest. It was like two in the morning the other night. And I just heard Alexia was like, I want taco Tuesday. I want taco Tuesday. And just started screaming. And she was like, okay, we'll get tacos. And we're doing tacos tomorrow night. 
and I think we're going to start doing a normal taco night. But there's a lot of interesting cravings I've had lately, and I'm and I love getting these new recipes because I'm trying to open up. I I didn't realize how much I ordered in and went out to eat, but it's uh, an absurd amount, especially here in New York. And now I am like craving all sorts of like home cooking style stuff, and so I love these recipes. They're great. But also, Ina Garten is getting hammered and she uh-huh. was hammered. trending today because she is so used to making a big vat of cocktails for everyone because you never know who's going to drop by and she said oh nobody's dropping by <laughs> I saw that um, that's why she is put out she says Ina, this, this headline reads Ina Garten quarantines with massive cocktail recipe oh she and Jeffrey have been Putting it back. Jeffrey is used to being able to leave for a long time, so Jeffrey uh-huh. probably- needs it. How else is going to get his release? Yeah. Crawling out of his skin right now. <laughs> so Ida Garten used an entire bottle of vodka mixed with a large amount of, I don't know how to say it, Contreau. You know what I mean. Contreau. Cranberry juice, cocktail, and fresh lime juice that she mixed in a gigantic shaker before pouring into a larger-than-life martini glass. And she says, stay safe, have a very good time, and don't forget the cocktails. Uh, I love her. I love her. I think that she's I think she's perfect and um I think she's scary in a way that um makes me nervous. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. She 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 is definitely the content that everybody needs right now. We all knew that she just wanted to get wasted by herself starting at six in the morning anyway, and so now we have that confirmation. Yeah, although she says that she doesn't she never drinks while cooking. Uh, uh whatever. Wrong. She always she says, I'm a terrible drunk. <laughs> no, this bitch is the one that's like never cook with any wine that you wouldn't drink and then she opens a wine she puts it in the chicken and she's like oh now i can drink it <laughs> that bitch is lying <laughs> ever been to delaware if not now is the time to visit you'll find a lot of fun in a little state since you can drive anywhere in the state in a couple of hours you'll spend less time driving and more time enjoying explore from the bays to the beaches stroll the boardwalks and have an oceanside bonfire Get a taste of Delaware at one of the award-winning restaurants and enjoy a local craft brew. See the first state's unique historic landmarks and experience Delaware's endless discoveries. Plan your adventure today at visitdelaware.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The entertainment I also need is the cast of the nanny reuniting to do a reading of the pilot live on stream. I can't wait to watch that. How great is this, guys? I think it is kind of funny. Because it does speak to, as someone that follows, of course, Fran Drescher on every social media outlet that I am able to, she has been winking at the fact that, so I think that it's only available in like Quibi or one of those. Quibi. I don't, it's, it's an app that I do not have and don't have access to that she, that you can watch most of the nanny on. And people keep hitting her up just being like, 
where can we stream the nanny? I wish we could stream the nanny. And she just kept saying, there's good news coming out. There's good news coming out. So everyone assumed that she meant that the nanny was coming to some sort of streaming service. And that was not the case. In reality, she was revving people up because on Monday, April 6th, she and the First, uh, the original cast of The Nanny are going to reunite for a virtual table read. I love it. That is awesome. That's yeah. like, this is the thing. I feel like for people who are alone and uh, quarantined, like, I feel like it's really nice that there is like, you know, good shit like happening all the time uh, to for people who, you know, feel like it's hard to escape or impossible to escape what's actually going on. I feel like um, keeping it interesting, obviously there's not like people filming new shit right now and there's uh-huh. an abundant source of things to stream, but I really love that there is like, that there is stuff like this happening to kind of like be there for people. Mm-hmm. And I am going to watch the fuck out of it. I love her. I love her. I'm so excited to watch it. And I don't know how they tracked everybody down, but I'm happy that everyone is down to do it. And it is kind of fun to see what creatives can do with their back against the wall of just like, but I want to make shit. Right. You know, you do things like reading Model Land, which again, I've hit about page 200. Wow. And I can't believe there are 400 <laughs> pages left. Um, I don't know how I'm going to read the rest. I don't know what's going to happen. And that's been, it's a scary, it's like uh, being in a minefield. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, on that on that news, it's time for the list. Oh, oh who's on, on the list? list? Jackie, gotta, gotta have, have that list. list. I mean, we've got multiple lists here today, and I don't know which one is the best. So I'm gonna let you guys choose. This Ooh. is a choose your own list adventure today. Choose we are either list. going to do the worst Easter candies. We are going to do the inventors that killed that were killed with their own inventions. Or the most bizarre documentaries to stream during quarantine. I vote bizarre documentaries. Same. Wow. Right. I really thought you guys were going to go with the six inventors that were killed by their own inventions. Nah. But don't worry, guys. I'm sure I'll use it next week. <laughs> because, <laughs> of course, the 10 bizarre documentaries that you should be streaming right now. I was, you know what, I was impressed with myself because I've seen almost all of them on this list. And there were a few new ones that I think that I'd want to check out, which is why I wanted to share it with everyone. Of course, number one, we've got Tiger King. And then number two, of course, Abducted in Plain Sight. Oh, my sight. God, this movie. I couldn't yeah, even oh finish my God. this movie. I, oh, Jesus Christ, yeah, this one. One. Yeah. nonsense it makes no sense like, people like this exist yeah that's just see awful. I think that that's what's so fun is that so Abducted at Plain Sight it is on Netflix uh, I think that a lot of people remember what it's about but if you don't know it, the summary is when Idaho native Jan Broberg was 12 years old in 1974, her neighbor began to take an unseemly and inappropriate interest in her. What begins as a disturbing portrait of predation quickly spirals into an unbelievable and audacious attempt to ma- manipulate Jan's entire family. It is, I still think that this beats it out 
for the past year of craziest it's documentary. Insane. And I'm going to throw it out there Agreed. over Tiger King. I yeah, think it oh, might yeah. be over Tiger King. Yeah, it's, it's less enjoyable yes. to watch than Tiger King yes. by a magnitude of one million. Yes, and but it definitely, you're just like, what? <laughs> yes. Over and over again. Yes. Just yes. Very upsetting. <laughs> now, these other ones are more... Uh, in the fun world, have you guys seen The Wolf Pack? Yes, no, love but The Wolf Pack. I love documentaries, so tell me about it. It is on Hulu, and it says, confined to their apartment in a Manhattan housing project for years by parents wary of the world outside their door, so they were kind of kept captive, the seven Angulo siblings developed an understanding about life through movies. The Wolf Pack depicts their attempts to cope with reality after finally emerging from their involuntary exile. So essentially, they were kept inside of this house and were able to watch as many movies as they wanted. So they would reenact the movies using like creating their own props and stuff like that in their own house. And then when they're finally able to do whatever they want to do, they didn't know how to live their life anymore because they lived their entire life inside of this small Manhattan apartment. Yeah, it's fascinating. Feels perhaps a bit too close to home. <laughs> right now. Uh, uh, that, I mean, it is kind of fun, though. Maybe you should be recreating some scenes from some of your favorite movies, Molly. Like, what would you do? Yeah. I'm like, I'm legit concerned that I'm going to go outside when we can finally, when I feel safe to go outside again and I'm going to, like, burn alive in the sun. <laughs> I get it. No, I do. I do completely. But you're not going to burn in the sun. There will be a time. You will leave your apartment again in at least six months from yeah. now. I can promise you there that. There you go. Yes. Yes. And the scene that I would do from a movie is going, you know, it's going to be any any scene from any Gene Kelly movie. Ooh. Yeah. But then, so what are you going to do? Are you just going to strap? Um, tap shoes onto the babies. Yeah, I'm going to pretend that we're all tap dancing. I will be Ooh. Gene Kelly and they will both be Donald O'Connor. I did show Freddie her first Gene Kelly uh, dance <gasps> sequence this week. Did so that she was, love it? She did, yeah. I, she At first she was like, no, no, because she wanted to watch you know, we've been watching, my friend is a pre-K teacher who's been making dance videos. We've been watching that. We've been watching some like YouTube like jump like a fucking kangaroo shit. But then I was like, oh, you know what? As long as we're watching uh, screens all day, let's um, watch Gene Kelly. And at first she was like not interested. And then she was like, more, more, more. So <laughs> oh, I that's feel, a wonderful. I feel pretty happy about that. By the way, my answer is I would make the wolf pack with Lexi and I. And we will be the children I think that's making good. home movies of famous movies. And so it'll be very mad. You need the wigs, though. Yeah. They all have very long that's hair. True. I should start recording myself because I know that you guys, I've told you guys, and I want to keep you up on my tap dancing journey because the tapaholics, who uh, that is the people I've been courting that I want to go take classes with, have been putting all of their classes online. And no I shit. And tap dancing along with them. Very Molly, nice. I can send it to you. Send it to me! Where? What? I'll send it to you. It's very difficult, and there's no way I'm doing it properly, but the best part is that there's no one here to watch me. <laughs> yeah, and there's no tap shoes coming to my house, so I'll just... No tap who shoes. Who knows whether who I'm tapping Who knows? You do it with these sneakers. <laughs> they encourage it. Uh, but let's get through some more of these. But yes, I'm going to send that to you, Molly. You're going to fucking love it. Thank of you. course, we've got... Three Identical Strangers on here, which was another fun doc that I have seen. It is a about triplets that were born in 1961 that were then separated at the fir- for the first 18 years of their lives. They had no idea that the other ones existed. And when they reconnect, 
It's a joy. But the movie quickly switches gears to explore the question of why they were separated at birth to begin with. It's that investigation and the chilling answer that lends three identical strangers its bittersweet, haunting atmosphere. That is on Hulu. It is great. I've seen ads for this and it looks so fascinating. Yeah, and I, do I gotta watch it. it. I haven't seen that. See, this is why we're doing this list. These are things that you gotta remember. We gotta fold into us because also, never forget, hashtag never forget, my never forget is Tickled, which I, I tickled. definitely reference in Riverdale and it is a documentary about a... Uh, a, a man that makes fetish movies against, well, not against these men's will. They go into it for the money, and then it is used against them. Yes. And it's about a very nefarious man. Yes. And that is on Hulu. Very fascinating. The next one on here I've actually been dying to watch, which is Hands on a Hard Body, which is about this competition in Longview, Texas, where participants agree to keep one hand on the vehicle at all times. The last person standing wins. I've heard of this competition. I believe they did a This American Life based around this competition. And it sounds like a complete fucking nightmare. <laughs> uh, I, and, and it's what people will go through to win a competition of this sort. And how psychologically just nightmarish a competition like this can be. Because they are literally ha- hand on this truck for fucking days. And it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy stuff. I would. I think this should be illegal. I think it has since become illegal. It might be. It seems like this footage is um, is a little bit older, but you can apparently find it on iTunes. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit because we got to talk about Beware the Slender Man, which mm. is about, of course, the two Wisconsin girls that came to Is a it dis- good? It is way better than the movie. Okay. I will say that. Sorry, sorry. Do not watch the Slenderman movie. I mean, it, because you know what it is? I love bad movies. So it's just kind of boring. But mm. this one is interesting because I didn't know a lot about what had happened with these girls. That I think everyone has heard the story of these two girls in Wisconsin that decided to appease the Slenderman, which is an internet source boogeyman. That they, uh, to appease him, they decided to murder one of their classmates. And these were young girls, too. And this one, I definitely want to talk about, because I remember when Holden watched it, and then I watched it, and it was, I kind of blew my mind a little bit, the perfect bid. Love Price it. is Right superfan, Ted Slauson spent a lifetime analyzing retail price tags in case he was ever called up from the studio audience on The Price is Right. What happens when he gets a little too close to a perfect showcase showdown? Guests will keep you on the edge of your seat. You can watch this on YouTube. Uh, and uh, what I love about The Perfect Bid, which I think it's not a, I think I saw it on Netflix, but what I love about The Perfect Bid is that it is light. It is not going to bum you out. It's not going, some of these other documentaries are heavier. The Slenderman one I had never watched because I was like, do I, am I in the mood for this? Do I want to watch a story about two young girls killing another girl? Whereas, it's interesting. <laughs> whereas Perfect Bid is just fun, man. It's just a fun, silly romp. By the way, I'm surprised Tabloid's not on this list. I know you watched that recently. My God, Tabloid's so it's good. It's so good. It's well, What's the description? It's uh, a crazy woman takes like a Mormon guy on a kidnapping spree. And Molly the- Neffel. It, it, <laughs> she's like a, she is a beauty pageant queen and she's gorgeous and she falls in love with this Mormon dude and he's like, I'm Mormon and I don't think we should continue in this relationship. I'm going on my mission. And she's like, you're not going on your mission. You're staying here. He goes on his mission and she fucking tracks his ass down 
to go get him because and she claims that the Mormons have kidnapped him, even though he went of his own volition. And then she kidnaps him and I'm not gonna spoil. I don't want to spoil anything. (laughs) But it is definitely it. And it's weird though because the documentary is so good because it's almost lighthearted, even though she steals a full-grown man. I got to write this down. I'm already sending the list to Gideon because oh, we're yeah. like so sad about what we're going to do when we finish Extraordinary Homes and Tiger King. One of one of these many ones I think that you would very much enjoy. Yeah. All right, sure. I'll put Tabloid on the on the list. Wait, did something happen with the video feed? I I it seems to be blanking out on me. I I'm not sure. I, oh my I can hear you still, right? Guy, you're still on Skype, right? It's just that the view of the video feed seems to have gone dark. Wait a tick. I can't see a thing. I think I'm going blind. blind. Items. Ah, we can't see them. Shout out to Lexi, who is behind Holden, shaking her head disappointedly as he does this. Disappointed bit. in his very existence. Blind I love one. their marriage. <laughs> This serial cheating married Ryan Seacrest wannabe who is also getting back into acting has a woman who meets him every morning at 10 a.m. for sex. The wannabe calls it, quote, going to the gym. Whoa. Carson Daly? No, he likes to sit in seats backwards. Mario Lopez? Yes, Mario Lopez. Congratulations. You got the A.C. Slater reference. Thank you. Also, Lopez was recently criticized for filming he and Mark Wahlberg's gym session at a public gym in L.A., along with a handful of others last Thursday, therefore completely disregarding the safer-at-home order in Los Angeles, so he can go fuck himself. I just can't believe there's a gym that is still open. I think they, like, bought it out for the morning, but they're, like, with a bunch of people and stuff, and they're filming. So dumb. Just do what they're told to do. Buff out. This is... All right, get ready for the next stupid one. Whatever. I'm ready. This permanent A-list diva tried to get the L.A. Zoo to open for herself and family and her entourage. The zoo said no. Was it Mariah Carey for her birthday? Yes! (laughs) Oh, because we forgot to talk about it. It was Mimi's, we think... Her 50th birthday this week. And we the video, the, the videos of her and her kids, which again, she just pushes her kids behind her and like struts her stuff out in front. And man, I just fucking love Mariah Carey so much. What a fucking div. I love that. She did recently post a very funny video of her wearing uh, black plastic, plastic gloves with a Lysol can working out. And singing on an elliptical with the hashtag Dim Gloves. <laughs> Dim Gloves. You know what? I would rather see that any fucking day over the goop, like the, the pictures of goop with her face mask on and her big rubber gloves on going to the farmer's market. And I love all of the trolling that she's getting of people just being like, don't you take all of your natural immuno boosters? Why are you so scared of getting? It says that it completely gives you immunization against viruses. So what are you so scared of? Uh, here's the last one. This was very apropos for our little show. There are literally tens of millions of dollars available to him with a phone call. But this parental unit of a celebrity is asking the public for money using the celebrity's image and name. Lady Gaga's father. You got it. Lady Gaga's father, Joseph Germanotti, 
went online, started a GoFundMe for $50,000 to pay his restaurant wages and to pay his employees after it was shut down due to the pandemic, which caused a huge backlash because everyone's like, are you fucking kidding me? Lady Gaga's your daughter. And you co- <laughs> and, a, and I think she like co-owns the restaurant. And Gaga said she had no idea who was doing this. And oh, wow. super apologized and everything. Yeah, so hopefully Oof. she stepped in and and fit the bill. I'm not, I footed the bill. I'm not really sure. But either way, I thought it was apropos because we, of course, just put out our first part of the Lady Gaga pop history, which has been a lot of fun to do research on lately. I'm trying to find, I forget who it was. There was another celebrity that was also in the hot seat right now because he's like, if we could just together raise a million dollars, then this company isn't going to go under. And everyone's like, you do it. <laughs> yeah. You can do it. <laughs> yeah. You or get some of your friends to do it together. What do you what do you mean you're asking people just so much of the population that is out of work right now? I'm just I'm filled with a lot of anger right now. And I really I'm trying I'm trying to deal with it. I'm trying to r- journal about it. Ang- anger is okay. It's anger is the emotion that I'm the most scared of. But right now, and this is why I said, Holden, we don't have to roll back our criticism of Gal Gadot too much. <laughs> Anger is okay. Too much. Right now, there's a too lot much. of things to be angry about. Yeah, for sure. I don't like uh, sweet potatoes, I've found. I hate them. So fuck off, sweet potatoes. Get your <sighs> fucking See, dick sucked somewhere else. This is the quarantine confession I was looking for. You know what, Holden? <laughs> you know what? Fucking sames. Yeah. I what? don't like sweet potatoes. I, I wish love I this. did. You don't like them I either? have tried what? so many times to like so sweet potatoes. So many times. Yeah. They fucking suck. No. Them. I hate them. No, yeah, let me make them for fun. you. Let me make them for you both and I'll change no! your mind. <laughs> Holden, we have to be, we have to at least have a part of our heart that's open. I will eat it and I won't look you in the eyes, Molly, in case I have to spit it into a napkin. But wow. I will eat it. Wow, you you are gonna spit it into a napkin. That's a serious level of uh, distaste. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go right onto the napkin. I'm gonna make that. There's so whatever and waffle fries, uh, uh, curly fries, motherfucking like, just normal ass fries. They're amazing. Like, no, no, I'm saying all oh. of those types of fries are incredible. Get out of here with your B word. Whoa, Sweet potato fries. Whoa. I wish that you weren't so wrong about this, but, you know, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I just, this is what I mean. We are hitting, this is our time, but I, I'm worried about next week what my quarantine confessions are going to be because um, be worse. I'm spitting mm-hmm. fucking truths over here, y'all. <laughs> I will say this too, quarantine confession. When I hear Lexi teaching children in the other room, it makes me want to give her a kid really bad. Oh my Aww. God, that's so cute. She's so cute. It makes me really like want to fill her with my seed. Oh, well, and she looks truly disgusted at the way that you (laughs) said it. (laughs) You're just making it sweet, then you just immediately dash all of her wet efforts that she was putting out there towards you. And I don't blame her. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for joining us this week. If you've got some quarantine confessions, throw them our way. This is the time. Confessions. This is the time. It is the countdown. The countdown begins. uh, Happy April Fool's Day. And the countdown now begins to April Reels Day. We've got 19 days left until April Reels Day. Um, Yeah. I'm definitely working on the things that I have to say to you guys. And Mm -hmm. Molly, you're going to be around for this one. So I do expect. 
you to come in with some real things that you would like us to fix about ourselves. Yeah, so, and they need to be dangerous. April Reels Day, I thought maybe it was canceled this year. Not canceled? No, no. I will say, I do love how April Fool's Day has clearly been universally canceled. I love like, it. No one is. There was like a member of BTS that fuck. tried to say, like, I'm in the hospital with COVID. Oh my God. As a fucking April Fool's Day. It was Get like, out of what here. are you no. possibly doing? I will say it was kind of fun. I saw Danny McBride this morning. This is an evil one, but it is. I did maybe laugh. Danny McBride this morning woke up his kids, got them ready to go to school. <laughs> put them in the car, drove them to school, and the kids are like, but dad, but dad, it's like the schools are closing. Nope, nope, it's a regular day. Takes them to school, in front of the school, obviously everything is closed down. He looked back at him and he goes, April Fools, the school's not open, and you're actually not going to see your friends in person for probably about six months. <laughs> and then they started to cry. Oh, <laughs> you're crying at that? That's not the April Fools. That's just reality. Funny. That's what reality is right now. Boo. Boo, Danny McBride. I love him, that but boo. Traumatizing. <laughs> that's funny. That is traumatizing. Um, that is I imagine really he probably didn't actually do it. I, I'm assuming he didn't, but it was just funny looking at his <laughs> Instagram this morning and him talking about it was pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> I do love Danny McBride a lot. <sighs> I love him. I love, and I love you guys so much. Thank you guys for again joining us this week. We've got more content coming at you. Don't you worry, because it's the only thing that makes my brain bugs stop screaming. <laughs> it's the only thing. And Holden and Lexi, I'm glad that you guys are feeling so much better. My name God, is Jeff Borowski. We love you, love you, love you. Uh, I am Holden McNeely. Catch me on twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Japanese is still ripping and rocking so strong. In fact, a lot more people have been watching lately because <laughs> what the fuck else are you going to do? Uh, and more importantly, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. We are putting out so much content, weekly talking TVs with Jackie and I, and this whole model land thing. You've got to check it out. $5 a month. That's all it takes. And every little bit helps. Thank you so much for that. Molly. Uh, I am MJKLCat on Twitter. Holden, I'm so glad that you and Lexi are feeling better. And I'm so thankful yeah. that uh, both you and Jackie uh, are, you know, here to ground my quarantine confessions. Our pleasure. We're, I mean, I just hope that, yeah, I expect more next week, Molly, as the <laughs> descent into madness continues <laughs> even further. We love you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. 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 This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.